again. Oh, oh he caught me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, aloha, uh, sunshine. It's been a while, and aloha, listeners. Sunshine caught me uh, taking a swig. <laughs> Mid-gulp. Aloha, Mid-gulp. listeners. Here is your music. Pumpkin has already started drinking. Sorry. No, it's okay. This is the Zen Tiki Lounge, and we're about cocktail shenanigans and chit-chat and all that good stuff. And we like to have a little music with every every uh, podcast, a little exotica, with our cocktail. Our cocktail this week... Is this a little McConaughey? McCon- no, no. This isn't from his bongo you know CD? What? Shirtless, the guy looks fine, but put a bag on his head. Yeah. Please, put a bag on his yeah. head and his attitude. Yeah. Uh, the drink this week, Blasphemous Rumors. I was listening to Depeche Mode. As an homage to yes. uh, Depeche Mode. Now, and, there is a little bit of smokiness in that because, blasphemy. And because uh, Depeche Mode, uh, named after the French term for fast fashion, uh, I, I was in the mood, and so this drink contains some uh, uh, French cognac. It does. <laughs> and some passion fruit liqueur, also made in France. So I was just, you know, I don't know. I can't get over the way you said cognac. Like, cognac. like that's the blasphemy in there. Like, you can only be a rapper in order to drink cognac. Cognac. Yeah, no, there's no, there, there isn't any Hennessy. Right. Here. Uh, it's not gin and juice. Uh, and then um, uh, Appleton. Um, now, I, I know there are going to be some people out there who say that you should... Not necessarily use the Appleton 12-year for mixed drinks. You should save that for sipping. But for I sipping. believe the Appleton 21-year is for sipping, and the 12-year is great in mixed drinks. So, Pumpkin, what do you think of your blasphemous rumor over there? I think it's good. I need a little bit more grapefruit juice. Yeah, it does. It has grapefruit, OJ, and uh, the uh, passion fruit liqueur. Now, what's the smoky that I'm getting? That would come from the Appleton, from the okay. rum, because it okay. is barrel-aged. Yeah. So, um, well, anyway, so just, you know, I'll put the recipe up for folks later. But but... Don't forget my mint. Oh, and then, um, you know, I want a little bit of garnish, and we did actually set the lounge up here at Pumpkin's Humble Estate. Uh-huh. And so uh, <laughs> I, I, I snipped some mint from her yard and put it in the cocktail just to make things look nice, and I think it did. So Is this uh, one where you rub it and sniff? Um, the mint Aren't is actually... are there some where you rub and you sniff and it enhances your drink experience? No, it does. It does. Or just like uh, when you do a twist, like the, the traditional twist over a drink, you're, you're twisting that limes, peel, lemon peel, etc., just so that it oh, releases a little lime. bit of the oil. But the reason I... The, the only reason yeah, I did the, the mint here was because it's a nice um, pinkish cocktail and it just needed a splash of color the so the green mint of the green looks the, lovely the it lo- it's refreshing during the summer and this is our first podcast of the summer although it's summer, technically not summer, summer summer on the calendar may not have actually hit but it's mem- after memorial days and that the That's unofficial right. start to you summer you can wear white and it's summer enough Wow, you can get away with wearing white. Now, Pumpkin, while we're listening to the music and we're in the mood here, sure. I have something for you. No, oh, okay, I and then we'll get to your birthday gifts, because I've missed your birthday. Here is the new Zen Tiki oh. Lounge t-shirt, just for you. Now, I was All the other ladies have one. that Starshine would have made it a little um, tank top. Well, she or, can cut uh, it for you, but what I didn't know was, uh, I brought a small 
and a medium. I wasn't sure which, and we won't have Do to tell the listeners. Extra small? No, but the small is pretty small. <laughs> okay. So here's the small. You take a look oh, at that, okay. and you let me know what you think. Um, they are pre-shrunk, but I have washed them, and they do shrink just a oh, titch. This looks a little big. <laughs> a little bit? No, honey. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> okay, bitch. I'm gonna put no, this on. I, and you're gonna see how big it is. This little Asian girl at uh, our Tiki Caliente three party bought one, and she thought it was gonna be too big, and then she put it on, and it hugged her tatas just like it should have. Yeah. So I think that'll be perfect for you. Why, thank you. But You're a very nice welcome. Zen Tiki Lounge halter would work. But the shirts are selling really well, which I'm very proud. We sold quite a few so at Tiki Caliente. So do you think the blue is better than the, I the think black? People, I think people do Their like response. the light blue with our orange ZTL logo better and the Tiki on the back. And if you'd like to get your t-shirt, all you have to do is send me a little note. Send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. Make the subject t-shirt or I want my t-shirt or give me a t-shirt whore, whatever you want to say. Um, it's $25. To uh, see, I d- yeah, I think that's the perfect size pumpkin. Keep in mind, and I then am wearing a tank top. Starshine can help you do the zhuzh it up, cut it up, and you yeah. can take a little off the hip and then take a little off the sleeve. I think yeah, it would look it's fabulous. A little too long. Can I get some Martha Stewart glitter and glitter the Zentiki? Oh, honey, I don't know about that. Well, you could. Why? You can do I anything. And listeners, you can do anything to these shirts. I am going to bedazzle this bitch, As okay? long as you don't deface the logo, because I that's what's don't, important. But I'm enhancing. Okay, okay, that's fine. I am enhancing. So $25 to the 48 states. A little more to Hawaii and Alaska. Can I take this off, or do I need to keep it on? You might as well keep it on okay. now. Okay. And, um, and then uh, I have sent some to Switzerland, go Germany, Australia, and uh, the last country I sent one to was um, Russia. Wow. Yes. Uh, it's, it was, it's a town outside of Moscow. So it wasn't Moscow, but it was like a suburb of Moscow. If Moscow has suburbs, I don't know. Of course they do. They've, ver- they've Americanized, so I'm sure they have suburbs. So um, anyway, so you get a, a Zentiki Lounge well, t-shirt. The you. listeners can get one um, by sending me their size. We have sizes small through triple X. Yes, we do have triple X. And um, yeah, they... Uh, and the collar's fixed. They, Remember there was a complaint about yes, the collar? Yes, the collars were a little time. loose on the old shirts. And um, the shirts are, uh, again, a nice, a light blue, not a powder blue. Uh, with the Zentiki Lounge logo on the front, and then on the back it says ZentikiLounge.com in a bamboo font with a lovely t- tiki with a nice smirk. Kind of an Elvis smirk on the tiki. So you wash these inside out, correct? Of course you do. In yes, order because they're silk screen. Right. Yes, they're silk screen, and you don't want it to crack unless you do want it to age. And then wash it on high heat, dry it on high heat, and it'll age. Did you know that the silk screener, uh, there was a silk screening. Um, Machine that was on sale at Michael's the other day for ninety nine dollars. I did not you know can that. Make your own damn shirt. But why don't we? Why don't we go dig out the mail sack? Mm. And, and we'll do that. And so then birthday presents. And then birthday presents. So wow. Well, thank you for my lovely shirt. Thank you for joining us in the lounge, and we'll be right back. Tiki man. Well, it's been a while, so <laughs> it has. The sack is a little dusty. Oh, let's get the music back on. Yeah, there I was we go. Say there what we go. What happened to the music? Uh, okay, we just have two emails this I week. I was gonna say I the no first idea. one. The first one is from Alan, and Alan is from Pennsylvania. And Alan has written us before, but it's been like three years, and I just happen to remember. How do you his, remember that? Um. Well, I mean, I'll be honest. We don't get thousands of emails. Right. So we get we get dozens and dozens, but we don't get thousands. So I can right. kind of remember. Okay. 
Um, and I love that pretty much most people who write in, and you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com, or if you want to send it directly to me, sunshine at zentikilounge.com, you, um, well, people really ask things they want to hear. Now, Alan says, I saw the little video that you posted from Tiki Caliente, and it looked like the room party was a lot, a lot of fun. So, uh, what uh, Alan wanted to know was, he is going to a uh, tiki event on the East Coast, and he didn't say which one. And he said, "I want to host a room party. Do I have to? Do I have to invite everyone there for the event, or can I just invite certain people?" And I said, "Well, here's how it works. Most of the organized events, actually all of them, they have what is called the room crawl, and you have to invite strangers into your room." Well, they're not strangers until you... Or they're only strangers until you give them a drink. And then you, then they're your best friends. And then friends. they corner you. Well, Pumpkin, you <laughs> you get deer in headlight look, whereas Kehlani and... I Sun, don't get Kehlani deer and in Starshine, Kehlani and Starshine do just fine. Uh, anyway. So, if there's an official room crawl, you just want to make sure that you contact the host or the organizer of the room crawl. And usually there's a thread on tikicentral.com or... Um, you'll see on the official, like if you're going to Ohana or Hukilau, which don't is want people, Hukilau is starting people. tomorrow. What if you um, don't want random people then showing you want, up to your room? Then you want to say that you are hosting for room crawl only. If you're an official room crawl. Now, I tend to open up our room to room crawlers and all event guests, and then I just put on my flyer. The bartender loves tips, or tips are highly so you encouraged. You have to make a flyer. Uh, you, you don't. Have to you don't. You don't have to because, for example, at Tiki Caliente, um, uh, Woohoo, who does the event, she puts it together. Uh, she does. She did it so well. We didn't have to put up a poster anywhere, and really? we had people lining up down the hallway. Because Tiki Oasis, that you there's posters on every column. Yes. Every Rory, elevator door. Rory the Wild Bill Man Snyder, he does a great job with Tiki Caliente. People did not have to post posters anywhere. Now, we posted one because we wanted to make it clear that we were not only doing the room crawl, which was just a 30-minute block of time, but later that night, we were also doing a two-hour after party. And the 30-minute room crawl turned into a full hour because we were so popular. And, uh, by the way... Have you talked about your little award? We did win Best Room Party. <laughs> and that was based on the cocktail. And what was your competition? How? The room decor and uh, the length of time people were spending in the room and enjoying themselves. Were people in the timing Lounge. the people in there your room? There was some very... Now, there, there was a drink or two that I would say was better than mine. There were really? some really good... Now, what good, did you serve? Okay, uh, we served the Sand Pirate and Desert Oasis. So okay. the Sand Pirate was our spicy rum drink right. that had... Uh, uh, habanero lime in it, and then the Desert Oasis was the Asombroso tequila drink that tastes kind of like a punch or a spiked, uh, a heavy, strong uh, tequila sunrise. Now, were the other creations from other people? Or? Yes, so everybody was making their own drinks. Now, I have to say, my favorite drink of the weekend was by the folks from Flaming Tiki, and the drink itself was called the Flaming Tiki, and it was a combination of passion fruit, rum, and St. Elizabeth uh, allspice Dram, which is an all-spice liqueur, that stuff you literally just have to add like a drop. Right. Oh, their drink was so goddamn good. How many good. did you have? I had one, just, just one. Just one. <laughs> but uh, to the folks uh, from Flaming Tiki, oh my god, your drink was so good. 
yeah, I, I'm still talking about it. And so how many people it. were actually in uh, the running? I, there were about 20 plus rooms. So you beat out yeah. 20 plus rooms. That's right. That's right. Wow. And, uh, now and where's your award? Well, I didn't bring it with me because oh. I brought everything over to your place. Oh. It's in the lounge. And I'm also happy to say that right now, these antique lounges in a state of transition. Ooh. And um, the old bar, That's right. which has served us well. A but long when, time. But when we get all four of the hosts in the lounge, it's just not enough space. And so the new bar is twice as long. So you can space us out. It's twice as long. <laughs> it's also a bit thicker. Really? And uh, it's more substantial. Girth and width. It's more substantial. Wow. Yes, and I am just waiting for one of the final pieces of accoutrement to be delivered. And you've been in the car tracking it the whole entire day. Sustainably farmed bamboo, and it is a natural green bamboo slat with the burnt nodes. So I think the green uh, with the dark room of the tiki mm-hmm. with the lounge is just going to be—it's going to look lovely. I think you're going to need to open your gift. Oh well. I think that is a perfect transition. So, Alan, there you go. I, I recommend, oh, yeah, Alan. I recommend you do email, the official huh? room crawl and contact whoever that is. There's no entry fee or anything like that. They just need to know your name and what room number you're in, and you're all good. Hey, did good you time. notice how when we got back on subject, the music changed? It did. That was very wow. good. Now, and then the, the other email is from um, Sarah, and Sarah just said, uh, Mahalo for the good times. I've been listening to the show for a little over a year. Please keep up the good work. So she was just sending a compliment. So Sarah, thank you very much. And Alan, thank you. And again, mail at com, and you can, um, you know, send us pretty much anything you want to tell us. Okay. I'll open my gift now. Now, this is my birthday gift. Yes, Yes, because somebody was away on his birthday. Well, I was, you know. So this is to go with the lounge or anywhere you'd like it to. Straight from Hawaii. Well, that is lovely. That's a banana tree. It's a banana palm. Now, I didn't bring... I bought the frames in California. I thought they were a little retro, but yet a little bit tropical. No, I like the frames because they're just like the new bar. They're substantial, Mm -hmm. so they're nice and wide, and they're not gold. And those are authentic Hawaiian prints. Let's see what else is in it. A pineapple. Here, would you hold the banana, please? Yes, yes. You know what? And I've wanted some of these for a long time. these are on (laughs) post-consumable. Oh, yeah, you got to take the stuff off the back. There's a lot of little things. It goes that way. Uh Oh, I love the pineapple. And then there's a couple more things. Now hold this one. Let me keep going here. I do need more art on the wall. I really do. In the lounge. Let's see here. Oh, that's pretty too. It's like one of the old vintage. These uh, are all vintage Hawaiian, posters. Hawaiian posters, yes, that encouraged made people in, to travel to the islands. These are all made Hawaii. in Hawaii, right? No, made in China. These are all made in Hawaii from an official collection of one of I the love uh, art it. galleries. It's nice. Oh, good. You ripped off the price tags. I yeah. received a lot of gifts for my birthday this year where people did not rip off price tags. Well, there's tags. one more gift in oh, there. Okay, okay. I've been hanging on to what these do since we have February. Here? February. A pocket guide to the Hawaiian language. All right, now let's just open up here and see if I can <laughs> butcher something real quick. Your goal a while ago was to learn the Hawaiian it language, was. and you have okay. not. So, sugar is pronounced kopa'a. Kopa'a? I don't know. Now, vinegar, because I'm going to use that one a lot, right. is pinika. Or, or is yeah, it Pineka? Pineka. Um, uh, well, okay. 
I I, re I really do. Does so now does it start off like for help. beginners? You can really get going here. It'll help you with some of the names of your drinks. And for now. listeners who might just be tuning in, maybe you went to Tiki Caliente and you never listened to the show before. Uh, I hope you stopped by the room and had a drink. But will but, these go in your but bar? But also, these will go. This, these gifts your... will go in the bar. And this podcast is about anything Tiki Zen. Uh, cocktail shenanigans, and then after we've had our drink, we'll talk about anything we damn well please. And you just have to sit back and ride, and ride along with us. But we do tend to give each other our Christmas and birthday gifts right here on the podcast because we know See, that, that is what three. that is what our listeners want is <laughs> to, to listen hear us to you open, open up presents. Open gifts. And you can't see oh, what good. they so are. Oh, good. So the book starts off by going through the alphabet and the pronunciation. And okay, good. Because I, I won't, I won't butcher too much. I love it. I schlepped these all the way back from Maui. Please, the plane schlepped them back. <laughs> no, I put them in my carry-on. Be careful though, because there are still a couple little things that need okay, to be. I'll be careful. I don't want to get scratched. I will be careful. Well. So, there we go. Mail, birthday, and our introduction, and I think we're ready to dive into the rest of the show. What do you think? Go for it. Okay. Well, we're going to we're going to bring the music down a bit and we're going to we're going to do this. Pumpkin, welcome back from the break. That was really quick. I was expecting more of a break. Oh well, no, I no. I, I okay. want. I wanted. Wait, you're I, with it. I wanted to get right back into things. Now it's been a few weeks since you've been in the lounge. It's actually been a few weeks since I've been in the lounge because you know I was traveling uh, Palm Springs, Chicago, Milwaukee, Memphis, and let's not forget Arkansas and Mississippi. And my highlight of Arkansas would be the speeding ticket. Really? Yes. I came up over a hill. I was going 81 miles an hour and. Uh, now here in California, like Smokey and the Bear or Smokey and the Bandit. Well, funny you should say Smokey, <laughs> because the one thing I noticed about the officer when I rolled down my window was he smelled of old chain smoker. Really? He, now he wasn't old, but he smelled of somebody who I'm sure sits in his patrol car with the windows rolled up and smokes a lot. Oh. Uh, well, he had the window down when I drove by. I didn't. So notice. you can't drive in Arkansas anymore. No, I I I will. And and by the way, the fine there, it's like one quarter of what it would be here in California. Really? And I am going to do the online traffic school so it doesn't go on my record. Oh, so what were you doing? Well, I was on my way from Milwaukee to Memphis for a wedding. And we wanted to get there in time for the rehearsal dinner that evening. So we had 633 miles to drive. Now, did you explain that to the officer? You were trying to get no, to a wedding? No, I didn't, I didn't make an excuse at all when he said, I got you going 81 miles and over that hill. I go, okay. What was the speed limit? 60. Mm. Now, he did say when he handed me the ticket, I didn't put you down at 83, which I really could have uh, because that would be a huge fine. And I said, well, thank you, officer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, was, he was mildly attractive i suppose really? but just smelled so much of cigarettes that just ugh. i mean it was like does your ticket smell like cigarettes no but the, the cigarettes were like oozing back. out of his pores like you could tell he's like a like three or four pack a day kind of guy and wow. probably probably marble reds too i would I, or no filter at all no he just, filter. He just rips off no he just rips off the filter and goes hardcore um now also wow. about my trip Okay, um, so you I got have a speeding a, ticket. I have a few things. So let's go back up to Milwaukee. Because uh, now, oh, well, let me so just, let me just bitch about one thing. Okay. So we, after, after Tiki Collins and Palm Springs, we hit Chicago. 
And uh, so you went straight we from Tiki Caliente to Chicago. Jumped over to Chicago, took a plane, yeah. And uh, we went through 30 minutes of uh, cold and rain mm-hmm. walking through Chicago to get to Trader Vic's uh, there in Chicago. I'd checked that website out before and talked about their happy hour and their specials, and I was looking forward to it, and also called their phone line. So didn't take a taxi, you walked. We walked. Well, because, you know, we wanted to walk amongst the city and the right. buildings and things, the and mir- it wasn't, it wasn't raining hard. The Miracle Mile, right? Yes, right through the Miracle Mile. We get there, and Trader Vic's is closed, and I wasn't terribly happy about that. Now, I went to the bellman for the hotel. Right. It was right there by the entrance. So this is inside a hotel. It's yes. not a standalone and, and restaurant. Yes, and he says... Yeah, um, I wish they'd get their act together. A lot of people have been coming by and been pretty mad that they're closed. And they've been taking it out on him. Well, I'm sure they do. Now, um, I went and checked the website again just to make sure I wasn't stupid. Right, nope, right. Sh- sure enough. The website looks like they're completely the open and manager? active. Uh, it did. It did. I sent the individual an email after I returned from my trip. I have not gotten a response oh. because I, I think that myself, me, Sunshine Tiki, the Sunshine Tiki, oh, traveling to Chicago and walking through 30 minutes of wind and rain in, in, the, in the Windy City, uh, only to find that you're closed and you're advertising as if you were open. Uh, I kind of feel like you should um, kiss my ass a little bit. At least give you a coupon? At least an apology. At least an apology. No. <laughs> no, for one that's actually open. No. People don't get to F with me twice. You F with me once, I'm done with you the first time. I don't right. I don't generally, unless it's just a so legitimate that, mistake. So but you know what? you're never going to Trader Vic's again. No, no, no. The Chicago joint. Well, because it's closed. And at this point, I have a feeling I don't think they're going to reopen because they've had some management problems. And folks I know that are in bands who've like played it said that it was kind of kind of waffly. You know, they weren't. What do you mean? Like everyone's on the tank, uh, the take, like a gangster? No, no, just... no. Like um, they could tell that people didn't have all their crap together. Oh. Like, you know, they would kind of say one thing and then another thing would happen and then they would act like they don't know what they're talking about. So you know? no Trader Vicks. So no Trader, not in Chicago anyway. Now I love the Los Angeles location. You know, I highly recommend them. Um, and I know like uh, Emeryville, which just reopened, is getting great marks. And so there are other locations out there in the world that are a great Trader Vic's to visit. Just stay away from the Chicago one. I think I think they deserve to close and go out of business if they can't advertise their hours correctly. If your phone message, oh, and your Facebook account says you're open and your hours are posted and you're not open, go F yourself. Well, but on the phone, it should say we're closed. How hard is that to change an outgoing well, if you message? Well, ma- if you know how to halfway manage yourself out of a paper bag, that's exactly what well, you would do. Well, maybe they're still trying okay. to get out of the bag. So, luckily... Luckily, two days later, we went over to Milwaukee. Now, Milwaukee, you don't think, ah, Tiki Bar Heaven. But you know what? I have talked about this place before, but have never been. <laughs> the Foundation Tiki Bar. Do we have t-shirts bar, from the there? The Foundation Tiki Bar. We do. We do. The Foundation Tiki Bar in Milwaukee. Uh, Don Nelson uh, is one of the gentlemen there that uh, operates and runs the place. And Don is an amazing guy because he... He really knows his tiki and his drinks and And he lives and in Milwaukee. He gave me well, he gave me one of the drink menus. Now look at all of the drinks on this menu pumpkin. Right. Now I tried uh, five of them while I was really? there. I was there for about three hours and I tried five drinks. Plus, wow. plus uh, we had a shot of rum jumby. We all had Ooh. yes, that was quite tasty. You know, and I you know I like the rum jumby. Oh, I think I like the Lonely Virgin. So, um, did you have the Lonely Virgin? I did not. Oh. I did not. Now, I will say the one drink that I had that I really, really, really 
really wanted to tell everybody about was um, one that I, you know, I looked at it and I was like, oh, well, you know, it looks good. But Don recommended it and it's Dr. Fu. And it's uh, two rums, a spiced elixir, they say, in a Fu Manchu cup. And even though do I already had... Do you get to keep the Fu you Manchu? You do. Now, folks, here is... here. Okay, not only when you walk in is it, wow, you're is so it dim excited. and the decor is amazing. Are you amazing. going to post pictures? I, I did, okay. and I will post more. Uh, and not only do the bartenders pay attention to you and they're friendly and the music is authentic and wonderful. It just puts you all in the right mood, visually, so circa audibly. circa something Sure, sure. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't even put a year on it because there It's an infinite tiki. That's a very good way to put it. Yes. Wow. So Don recommended tiki. the um he recommended the Dr. Fu and I thought, "All right, I'll try that." And I loved it. I absolutely just loved it. But you know what I really think is awesome about this tiki bar in addition to the decor, the music, the cocktails, the bartenders, the weight help, everybody is it's a small place, but it's not too small. They've got a pool table in the back. They've got a nice cheeky theme pool nice, table. Yes, a nice <laughs> a nice size bar. They've got uh, uh, cocktail tables up against Food. the other wall. They have uh, one or two little rooms that seat like eight or so people. You can get a group together. Uh, they do serve pizza of several different varieties. And homemade or fresh made or yes, uh, and I I tried their version of the Hawaiian, which was just damn tasty. Now I was so inebriated that I, I was going to you know say. I would have eaten anything, <laughs> but that pizza really hit the spot. Now they also do a vegetarian like spinach pizza. I liked it even more than the Hawaiian. Really, it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. It was crispy and great. We all there were four of us, and we all How just kind of gobbled it up. Did you stay there about three hours? Uh, and so so anyway. Um, I I have a little so interview. So screw Chicago. Go well, yes, over to yes, Milwaukee. Go over to Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Look up the Foundation Tiki Bar and check them out. Now, I did a little quick interview with Don there in the bar. On your phone? On my or phone, on your... yeah. I didn't bring all the recording equipment with me. So we're gonna we're you gonna mean play you didn't that. Schlep this around? No, 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 no. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna play that interview now. And uh, you can hear uh, some questions I had for Don and his own thoughts on the bar. Now, is this before or after or during? This was midway in my inebriation. Okay, so you're about halfway through. This was after a shot and one full drink, moving on to drink number two or three. Before pizza? Before pizza. Before pizza, okay. Like the pizza matters. Okay. (laughs) I'm just trying to orient myself. So here is the interview with Don, just to tickle your fancy even more about the Foundation Tiki Bar in Milwaukee. And we'll be back after that. Aloha listeners, this is Sunshine. I am here at the Foundation Bar. I'm going to have to say the Tiki Bar here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I never thought I'd actually have a chance to get here. And I'm here with Don, proprietor, owner, and uh, well, Tiki Mixologist, I'm just going to say because I've already sampled several drinks off the menu and I'm quite inebriated and feeling quite good. So Don, aloha. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for coming down. I, I want to say, if you wanted to tell folks who have never been to Milwaukee, and people probably don't think of Milwaukee as a place to go for a tiki bar, what do you want to tell them about this place? I think people that come here find that it's a world-class tiki bar. I've been all over to tiki bars all over the country and gathered all the knowledge and ideas for drinks and decor, and we, we have a nice, nice, well-rounded drink menu. Uh, we try to have drinks that are well-balanced. We do most of the classics, the 30 zombie recipe, the Singapore Sling, the Mai Tai, and uh, you know we have our own spin on the Missionary's Downfall. 
we do the... I have to try that because I love Dawn's Missionary's yeah. Downfall. We call ours the Missionary's Demise, but it's got that okay. same honey, lemon. Um, we make our own falernum. We make a lot of our own syrups. And uh, we just try to do it true to, you know, the way Don or, or Vic would have done it. Do you, do you ever find that people come to your bar and say, I never expected this to be here in right. this town? And I understand that. But I tell them, you know, if you live in Hawaii and you got the beach right outside your window, you really don't need a tiki bar. So places like Milwaukee or St. Louis you or Toronto it. or even New York, anywhere that gets cold, yeah. you need it. And, I mean, you come in here in the dead of winter when it's a blizzard outside and all of a sudden you take off your parka and you have your Aloha shirt on and it's warm and Les Baxter's playing in the background and, you know, you cozy up to a nice strong drink and you forget uh. that you... You forget that you have to shovel when you get home. And you know, and, and listeners know the Zen Tiki Lounge is, is it's a bar that lives in your head, but it, it's in Orange County really, and it's nice and warm all year long. We really don't have any bad weather, and so I, I'm here in a bit of weather shock. And we did Chicago and, and Milwaukee, and it's a bit cold, but the sun is out. And then you step into a place like the Foundation, and the lighting is very dim, and and the lamps flicker. And the ambiance is really, really just perfect. So, Don, can you tell me anything about uh, what do you feel you need to have done to create the right ambiance? Well, is that num- too deep? Is that- <laughs> well, number one, as we all know, is you don't have any televisions. I think everybody knows that. No one should know the time. Um, it's all about escapism. You know, it's all about escapism. And as, as you said, it's not a real place. It's a place in your head. And, you know, whatever you need to do to tickle that part of your brain to make you feel like you're temporarily on vacation, (laughs) you know? I like to feel like I'm on vacation all the time. This place is great. I'm here as much as I can be. And there's an old saying, when you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. So on that thought, I have often said, if I ever did something besides what I do now, which I'm always ambiguous about, it would be something very, very similar to my own tiki bar, watering hole, etc. Um, and you said you love coming to work. Do you ever find a day where you say, you know what, I've had enough? Yeah, once in a while. And I'll take a day off because I can do that. And that's the great, uh, that, and that's so great. I just great. pick up the phone and I call one of my bartenders and everybody's eager to work. Everybody wants to make money, especially sure. now. Times are tough, so... Usually it's just uh, one or a couple phone calls and I got somebody to volunteer and I'm off. Okay, so if you could tell any of the listeners around the world who listen, even we even have two listeners in Antarctica now, if you could tell them anything about your corner of the woods or your bar, what would you say? Well, Milwaukee as a city is a beautiful old city, so it's a nice place to visit. I'd recommend coming when it's warm. But we do have some nice cocktail lounges, including Bryant's from 1938. On We're the headed South there side. next. <laughs> yeah, your next stop. And uh, we've been here since 1995, trying to keep it real and always trying to add new things. People come in that haven't been here in a couple months or a year, and there's always new lamps and new decor. And, you know, so we always keep things moving, always keep things interesting, don't let it stagnate. And uh, we get pretty good reviews. People seem to really love the place. So I did the place for myself because this is what I love to do. People laugh and say, you're not really at work. You're just playing music and making Mai Tais and joking around with your friends. And I'm like, wow, but that's my job. And I love it. So I do love coming to work. And I feel blessed that I had the opportunity to do this for a living. You know, things just kind of worked out. And uh, 
we decided to go full-on tiki with this bar about eight years ago now. We used to just have a tiki night, and it really took off, and business has never been better. So it's been a real blessing that people enjoy all the work that we've put into the place. Well, listeners, I, I can't say that enough. You really need to enjoy what you do, and Don is a clear example of that. And mahalo for the great time I've had here and the chance to experience Milwaukee and the best tiki bar in, I'm just going to say, the Midwest or whatever part of the country you may call this. What do you, what do you we really... We are in the Midwest. We yes. are the Midwest. Okay. That is correct. So uh, it, it's a great place. You've got to visit. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, after uh, the conversation with Don. But Don, a big mahalo for having us here. And it's a wonderful place. The lighting is perfect. The music is awesome. And there's, there are people here who are just enjoying themselves. And that's what a tiki bar is all about. Yeah. Mahalo. All right. Thank you. So I hope that interview with Don gives you even more of a longing and a desire to go by the Foundation Tiki Bar in Milwaukee. Uh, featuring classic and original, oh, see, the blasphemous rumor has already hit me. Uh, featuring classic and original <laughs> exotic tropical cocktails, and um, you know, Don has said one thing um, a couple of times that is is so key to making a good tiki drink. Well, any cocktail. I mean, it doesn't have to be tiki. Is that um, you? You really do need to take into account the right amount of dilution with the water, and that comes either through uh, the club soda that you add, or shaking it with ice, whether it be crushed or cubed, etc. So if a drink says shake with crushed ice, you better shake it with crushed ice because you need more dilution. If it says shake with ice, you can assume that's cubed, and that means you need less dilution. But the combination of water, liquor, fruit juices, and other ingredients, they combine in a recipe just like when you're baking a cake, and if you don't do it right... If you do it incorrectly or you don't follow the directions, uh, you get something that's too sweet, too sour, too boozy. Uh, it didn't mix correctly. Uh, it's what they call broken. Uh, the oh, ingredients are broken. Yes, you wow. don't. You don't want that to happen. So, um, but you know, Don really understands that, and I noticed that every drink I tried there. Uh, never was it too sweet or too boozy, and you you got a little bit of the um, kind of the thinness that you get when the water the dilution happens correctly, so that it doesn't taste syrupy like cough syrup. If now, you was ever he get a mixing drink, these for you? Uh, he he was, and then he had another bartender uh-huh. who was helping out. Yeah, so he did mix some for us, and I again great hospitality from Don there, and uh, just really 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 had a good time there. Now we went to the place with Pete and Kelly, longtime listeners and fans of the show, and Pete and Kelly live in Milwaukee. And you also um, renewed their vows. Yes, Minister I helped them renew their sunshine. vows here in uh, in Laguna. In Laguna Wait, Beach. what are you? You're not a minister. You're a I am ordained. An ordained. Yes, I, but or I wouldn't ordained. call myself a preacher. Um, okay. I, I don't. Well, I preach, but not about not about <laughs> the Lord. Uh, so, so anyway, uh, Pete and Kelly, we spent a, we spent a day with them, and they took us around. Now they took us to a place after the foundation called Bryant's Cocktail Lounge. Now, Bryant. Bryant. Okay. Yes, they. It is an extremely dimly lit place, and now the interesting thing Why about both that? the foundation and Bryant's. These establishments are literally in what was someone's house. Really? Like on the corner of a street in what looks like a residential area. Now, the foundation has a brick outside, and they've got a neon sign and stuff, so it's, it's, it's more noticeable. And then you get over to Bryant's. It just like looks like a white house on the corner. 
you really is wouldn't it zoned know. Zoned for, or they don't have. Oh, it's zoning legal. Age. It's okay. legal. And uh, you walk into this place, and it, it is like a speakeasy, <laughs> and it does take because there's only one little sign outside. Otherwise, you would not know that this is a cocktail lounge. Really, it's a neighborhood gem, just like the foundation. And you go in there and your eyes take a few moments to adjust because it's so dark. The only lighting is just a little bit of orange ambient lighting. And it's a house. It, it was in a house. The entire first floor, all the walls have been removed. So they've got a bar and a oh, lounge okay. area, tables and seating. Upstairs, they were nice enough to let us go look at it, even though it wasn't open, was their lounge that you can run out for parties. And they have another bar up there. When was this house Service built? area. Oh, God. I would say in the early part of the 20th century, I would say. I would say probably in the forties or so, or it's, it's old. Um, but they don't have a drink menu. They have bartenders and cocktail waitresses who know, and they craft a drink for you. So for example, they do about 400 different drinks. Really? And so when the wonderful gal came by, she said, well, what are you interested? And I said, something gin and something peach. That's what's right. tickling my fancy right now. And what she brought to me was, a very, very tasty drink that had... Does it have a name? Uh, it did, and or I forget. It. It for, oh, okay. I forget. Uh, no, their drinks have names, and, you know, oh, and they make an awesome old-fashioned as well, you know, the true old-fashioned. So they make very classic drinks, plus they have their own. And um, the drink comes out, and it had a half-flaming peach on top of it. Really? It did, and uh, it was very tasty. So I let the I let the 151 or whatever they put on it, you know, kind of Burn singe off. the peach a little bit, and then I tasted it, and it was a little bit crusty on the side, and it was delicious. And then the drink was just <laughs> just delicious. So, and everybody else, everybody loved their cocktails. I saw a lot of cocktails coming out in giant hurricane glasses, and they looked like these layered blue and white things with like cream and blue and parasols, and I mean, so they do exotic drinks. Do they, they do make them in the kitchen drinks. where there's light? No, they do them. They do them right there at the bar. And I guess you know your eyes would have to adjust after being there. Well, right. so if you are in the Milwaukee area. You got to go to the Foundation Tiki Bar and you have to go to Bryant's Cocktail Lounge. Now, if you look on Yelp or your map thing or whatever, you'll find both I was going to say, yeah. are they on they're, Yelp? Yeah, they both, on they're the both local? on Facebook. Are they they're on the out Facebook? There. They are. You will find them and you won't have any trouble. So, um, oh, a great time at both those places. Now, I want to talk about another thing here about uh, my little trip. So the purpose of this trip was to go to a family wedding. It though. was. And then we threw in other places because we right. wanted to make it even more right. fun. So I finally went to Graceland. Now we were in finally. Tennessee how many years ago and never like made it years over ago. to Graceland. Right. Finally went to Graceland. Was not necessarily sure that I was going to like the tour, especially since it's $31. Really? They make you stand in a line to buy your ticket. Then they make right. you stand in a line in the hot southern humidity shaded but to get on right. a shuttle that takes you across the street that actually goes through the famous gates and then drops you off then you go through the tour and then you wait in yet another line to get back on a shuttle to go across the street all right anyways so it was worth it really it really was worth it because um elvis was even more of an eccentric man than i knew he was really? i mean i knew he was into glam and show right i knew that but i didn't know just i didn't know that each room in his home really did have its own unique look and charm it's like the madonna inn <laughs> but better really but better. yeah the madonna inn is tacky for tacky's sake right. whereas as graceland you know his home the mansion uh each room was, it really was, a done, was done by uh, Elvis working with a designer 
And for example, he uses stained glass a lot and it's beautiful. Oh, it's right up your alley there. He uses uh, a lot of different textures. Some, some rooms are completely decorated with curtains that go all the way around, like the, uh, I think the pool room downstairs. Um, now, did they tell you what year each room was no, completed? No, or they may have, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, it's an audio tour, so you get introduced oh. by a human being in the beginning, and then it's an audio tour for the rest. Right. Now, of course, the Jungle Room was my favorite, because not only is it highly themed, and it's got the green shag carpet, you know, oh, wall to ceiling, etc., but it is adorned with authentic Whitco carved tiki's, including a Whitco <laughs> tiki bar that is now literally priceless. So you didn't try and steal anything. No, it's behind a rope. You oh, can't you okay. can't go touch. Oh. But Did Elvis you had touch? four or five bars in his home. Wow. He had one downstairs in the recording studio slash TV Elvis room. Elvis have somewhere to drink. I know. He had uh, another bar downstairs and off in the other room. And then he has a bar in the jungle room. And then he has a bar in his racquetball suite out behind the property. And then he has another bar. Uh, Nothing like another... booze and racquetball. Yeah, the man had a lot of bars. And each bar has a different theme and a different look. Some were very... Wow, are you just in heaven? Some were very 60s. Some were very 50s. Some were like 70s. Oh, just... Were you inspired by any room in particular? Well, I was inspired to go back home and realize that um, the decor in all of my rooms is incomplete. Oh. Incomplete, Too conservative. Meaning, uh, no, just, um, you know, I mean, I have wall space that's not covered. There's more. There's more There's to do. There's more to be done. Now, the only take-home... You're take not done home, with the Lord's work. The only <laughs> take-home I, I took, other than pictures, from Graceland now, was... Now, could you take pictures inside, You though? can, just no flash. Okay. Were recipe cards, Elvis's favorite foods. Now, we've all heard of... We've all heard of... Well, here's of, the peanut butter and yes, banana sandwich. The peanut butter and banana fried sandwich, which I've made before. Delicious. Well, and you can make a healthy High version calorie, of that. High calorie, delicious. Um, pecan pie, and I looked it up. It's a pretty standard recipe for pecan pie, but they had that there. Now, this is not something by today's standards that would be unique, but bacon-wrapped meatballs. Oh. Now, the meatballs... I look at the recipe here. They're delicious. They look delicious, and I'm going to have to make these. But bacon-wrapped meatballs, each skewered with a toothpick. I would use a frilly toothpick, personally. So are you going to be making these for uh, any <laughs> I of the parties? I am. Think, I think when we have the christening of the new Zen Tiki Lounge bar. You are going to have all Elvis appetizers? We are going to have Elvis food. Wow. Um, now, now, what were some of his favorite cocktails, though? Did they have any of his favorite drinks? Jack Daniels. Okay. Jack Daniels, yes. Um, now, he has a recipe for spaghetti, which uh, I like that it has mirepoix, which is uh, equal parts uh, celery, carrot, and onion diced up and sautéed in oil. Or butter. Uh, it's added to uh, the sauce. It's got a little chili powder, bay, chili powder, bay leaf, uh, Italian seasoning. Um, but uh, you know, it's interesting that he he liked his spaghetti with ketchup in the sauce. Oh, that's in the sauce. Right. I've yeah. heard of that. Now, so, is this the kitchen on the very, back? Very, very Midwestern to do that. What? Is this the kitchen on the back? That is the kitchen. Yes, yes. So the kitchen's on the back of each card because that's, of course, where you cook. Oh, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the postcards with the recipes on it were the only thing I took away. And I just, you know, I, I like that. And I actually do send postcards out to people. So I thought that was really Well, kitschy. you can put them in a shadow box. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, now, I was thinking there was something else I wanted to show. Oh, yes, 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 yes. 
Let's get to the wedding. So, you went there so we attended for the wedding. wedding. Beautiful wedding, beautiful couple, very good time. And I just have to say that people are doing different things at weddings nowadays. You know, in the past, you would just, you'd have a wedding and then you'd get drunk afterwards, right? Well, well, now not so much. Right. You have a wedding and there are takeaways and there are things you give to the guests and there are trinkets now. Very expensive for something that's going this to last wedding, what, five um, years. The mother, the mother of the bride. She did this cookie thing where all of her friends from church, they all helped her bake all these cookies. Thousands of cookies, mind you. Like 30 different kinds of cookies. And and then they gave you a little box that had the name As of the bride a, and groom with their a date on it. takeaway oh, with cookies. Caught the garter, by the way. You always do. I know. Who did you push out of the way for that? Um, one of the groomsmen. You always one push of the people out of yeah. the way. You always catch the bouquet yes. and the guard, the gardener, <laughs> the <Bouquet>. garter, <laughs> garter bouquet. So, um, yeah. So I did. Um, and actually, uh, my boyfriend's sister has a picture of me prior to catching the garter, and she's like, "I don't know how you got it because you're just kind of down there in the corner, almost behind somebody." And I told her, I "said That's my secret." Yes, uh, I have a picture. I of get you down. I get well. down where I look unmenacing, just kind of down there. And then when the groom does the arm movement towards his back, you leap. I leap. But they always do one a couple of BS, you know. They did not. Really? I leap just with one, one arm out and I adjust the trajectory of that hand as the garter is moving through the and air. And released. And I catch it. And I usually get a strong enough grasp on it that if another person... Has it? Has it? They're going. I down. rip it right out of there. Right. Oh yeah. So. Wow, I can't believe you're sharing your tips on how well, to steal you know, the garter. Well, you know, what are the garter? odds I'm going to run into a listener at a oh, wedding right. and have to take the right. garter from them? Now, mm. you legalize gay marriage in enough states, and I won't have to do this anymore. You're, but really, you're going to throw a garter. No, 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 no. I mean, I won't need to catch one anymore. Oh, I was going to say, for, would you really do that at a that's gay That's for unmarried wedding? folk. And true tradition is if you're with someone, you don't even do it. But right. I do it for the sport. You do it for the sport and for yes, the competition. I do. <laughs> I do. It's not about the whole marriage thing. It's about if every, you want to win. I am win. in everyone's wedding album. Yes, one way are. or another. Yes, you okay. Are. So back to the cookies. So uh, and so they give you a little booklet with the recipe for all the cookies. And now my boyfriend can't have nuts. They had plenty of cookies without nuts. Plenty of cookies with nuts. My favorite cookie pumpkin. And you need to make a vegan version of this. It was so goddamn good. Well, and here so I will scan this. Is I'll scan it. Peppermint butter cookies. Real simple. Just margarine, eggs, sugar, peppermint extract, flour, and baking powder. So delicious. And you could even tint them pink if you wanted. But Did you these roll were. Them? Are they a rolled cookie? Cream the margarine, but roll into small balls, flatten. Yeah, just so delicious. I mean, they had snickerdoodles and chocolate chip and all kinds of other things, but they had some really good cookies. The peppermint butter cookies were to die for. I ate like well, five I'll of them. See, we'll scan that upstairs. <laughs> and the only reason I'm challenging end. you to do this is because when you made those vegan, what were those cookies you made when you brought them over a couple weeks ago? They were the oatmeal chocolate chip with coconut. coconut. Yes, those cookies were wonderful. And normally I don't say that about your vegan delights, I know you don't. But those are really good. So if you can veganize the peppermint butter cookies or there was another cookie in here. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I bet you I can mix the egg replacer with a little bit of hemp milk, a little bit of vanilla hemp oh, milk. Oh, here we go. That would be fabulous. The date nut pinwheel cookies. Oh. Those were tasty as well. So um, they give you the little book here, and it's got a picture of the bride and groom when they were little eating cookies, and then they staged it again with the same color plates and shirts and everything, and them just a few weeks ago um, 
with cookies as well. And they Cece don't the look happy. When they look like, really, really? You're well, making us do this? because I think the bride's mother was like, we're doing this. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. But she's, they, she's, they a, lovely, she's like a lovely her. lady, and I think the cookie thing was very cool. Um, but I, maybe the bride and groom a little bit were like, mom. They looked a little happier on the first, uh, when yeah. they were, what, seven or eight on the front there? So um, that's kind of the trip, except for one thing. Now, everybody knows I like a casino. Right. right. So went to went to a casino, went to two casinos in Tunica, Mississippi. Walked into the back. This is just over the river in Mississippi. I know, I know, because there was a casino and I wanted to go. Went over the river. Really? Is that reason enough to go to Mississippi? Went over the river. (laughs) Went over the Mississippi. Really? From Memphis. Went to Tunica. Mm -hmm. Walked into Bally's. Played one machine and said, "Let's get out of here." Now, how long of a drive was this? Twenty-five miles. Okay, there bad. were there were people who were just shall I say, not my caliber. Hmm. And by not your calum, caliber, I can't even talk. Well, there was a full teeth problem. Mm. Uh, there were a couple of things. So we went down the road to which what I looked online said it was the best rated this was casino. Bally's. This was Bally's. Did not like. Yes. Um, went down the road to the Harrah's. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Harrah's, but they are a big chain, and so they mm-hmm. do have certain standards they have to meet just for their own company's sake. And we walked into there, and I breathed a big breath of fresh smoke. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't like smokeless casinos. Okay. I, I The debauchery okay. of cigarettes and booze is part of why you go, right? Right. So um walked in, and I felt at home. There were girls dressed up in their slutty little cocktail oh, dresses. okay. And uh, people had most of their teeth, and people had done their hair. Really? It wasn't the t-shirt. It wasn't. It, it wasn't the t-shirt and cut off jeans crowd. You mean kind of like what I'm wearing right now? They had. They had the same <laughs> machines in Vegas that I like to play. They had my Wizard of Oz, my Lord really? of Rings, my Goldfish. Oh, yes. now it's your Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so, so we're past the. Well, no, Star Trek. I still like the Star Trek, but it's okay. just really hard to find out. But no so Star Trek. Okay. If you go to Tunica, people avoid all of the casinos except Harrah's. And again, I'm not usually a promoter of the big corporate entities. Do but you have a card? Sometimes, for example. You go to Denny's when you're in the middle of nowhere and you're afraid to eat anything else. Or in your Japan. <laughs> sure. Uh, oh, I went to a Denny's in Arkansas. I had baconalia. I oh. had uh, I had bacon oh. stuffed meatloaf. Well, you know what? If that bacon gravy. I guess you know what? If you have to go to bacon, bacon Because we weren't going to eat at Taco Bell. Because we were not going to eat at Taco no. Bell. I don't do that. They don't have Del Taco out there. Okay, so, no. so that's my trip. Now, we have some non-trip related things to talk about. Really? We do. You don't. I know say. that kind of monopolizes the whole show. Sometimes sometimes that happens. You monopolize um, a show? Never. I want to um I want to mention uh Cheryl Charming and Cheryl Charming writes a a, a book, a You've few mentioned books. her before. Yes, we've used her book and talked about her trivia. Uh now she has an app called Miss Trivia and at the Tiki at the party at Tiki Caliente we passed it around the room and everybody got to check it out. Now, my boyfriend and I, we were at one of the bars in Chicago, and we were there for a while, and we weren't in a hurry. Wait, you passed your phone around? Yes. With well, the... the iPad, actually. Okay. Now, and, and at the bar here in Chicago, we were like, oh, we have some time to kill, and we were just chatting, and we were not watching, we were not watching the Bulls game as everybody else was. What? And we were in Chicago not watching the Bulls game. We were having Mai Tais. Right. Uh... Now, what not version at, of the Mai Tai? Mai Tais with Did Trinity? I mention the Trader Vicks in Chicago was closed a-holes? Um... So we were having Mai Tais at the Grand Lux Cafe. Did you talk about the hate mail? The Grand Lux Cafe of all places, which they do a sweet Mai Tai, but I do like that they add passion fruit 
to it, which is mm-hmm. a not t- not typical of a mai tai, but it's still very good. I do like the Grand Lux, and it's still heavy enough on the booze that you don't go, "Why am I paying ten dollars for this?" Okay, you know it's good. So. Uh, okay, so passing so on the iPad. We, we're, the well, so we're using my iPhone and we played the the two player version of the Miss Trivia game. And it's very cool because, you know, my boyfriend, you know, he was a bartender for a short time. And so he's familiar with stuff behind the bar. I'm familiar with the bar myself, plus a bit of trivia. And we I actually thought that I would have taken him really easily in the two player game. You didn't win? Uh I did win, but like only by one question. Like really? it was like really you thought close. You were going to have oh, no totally competition. Thought. I thought I wasn't going to have much competition, but he was actually really good. And so what's cool about um, the app is not only does it have the trivia game. So what is the trivia on, though? On just bar-related or well, is it let's, random? let's dial it up right now, and why don't we take a look? Um, I, you know, it's uh, it has it has a bit of music. So um, if, you have, if you don't know anything about... Well, it has different uh, levels. Like, I just like to drink. Here's the music, see? So it has kind of some loungy music back there. And so you can do single player, multiplayer, lightning play. So you can so play with yourself. We'll do we'll do multiplayer real quick. Have you ever played with yourself? On We're going to do two player. You can do two, three, or four. Now, do you want me to select the difficulty level of bartender, mixologist, or geek? What do you think? I have no idea. We'll go with bartender for you. So that's the lower okay. one. And yeah, then you the can lowest. choose a category. History, beer and wine, celebrity cocktails, uh... Spirits and recipes and tools and terms. What what category would you like? I have no idea because I don't probably Let's know. Let's go with celebrity cocktails. Anything. Okay. So the first question is for you. Who ordered the first cosmopolitan in Sex in the City? Was it Samantha, Charlotte, <gasps> or Carrie? Um, probably Samantha. You are correct. Yes. Very good. All right. So now oh, we touched. To go to the next the question. Now, questions. I can my, do that. My question is: Who sings Margaritaville? Okay, it's not Jimmy oh. Hoffa. It's Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy so Hoffa, really? There are some that make it easy, <laughs> but this is the easiest uh, difficulty level. Right. Who released a 1999 song titled "Moss Tequila"? Was it Van Halen, Sammy Hager, or Kid Rock? Kid Rock. I have no idea. You are wrong. Oh, it was Sammy, Sammy Hagar. Hagar. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Here, we'll just do one more question. In what song does country music legend Hank Williams Jr. sing the lyrics, I have loved some women and I have loved Jim Bean, but they both tried to kill me in 1973. And I'm going to say that was <laughs> A Country Boy Can Survive. I'm wrong. It's called family tradition. Okay. <laughs> family tradition. So anyway, the, the timing device you have on oh. here to let you know how much time you have left, it's a um, it's a hurricane glass and the beverage goes down right. as you're running out of time. And what do you get when you win? Well, you, you, of course, know that you won, but it, it basically creates a, um, a tip for you and your tip goes higher and higher and higher. Well, that's uh, the a better good you party do. game. It is a very good party game, and so I just I don't do well. And so but... Cheryl, uh, she let me know that she had this, and um, I just wanted to say again that you know I've used it a couple times in real life. I'm not just talking about it. So whether you're at a party or it's Have just you had two any people at a bar. Repeat questions? Um, actually, I haven't. So I think there's a good deal of there's questions a good in amount. it too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So very, very nice mm-hmm. app called Miss Trivia. M I S S, and then Trivia. It's done by Cheryl Charming. She lives in Florida. Yes, and she. Well, I will uh, be in Florida soon. Oh well, dial her up. Um, okay, now so something very, very <laughs> not cool. Something very not cool that I heard on the radio. Oh, did you know that it's Marilyn Monroe's eighty-fifth birthday coming up on June fifth? Wow. There's a local casino out here in the desert, one of the Indian casinos. 
and they have somebody do this really horrible impression of Marilyn Monroe. And she male says, Male or female? I think female. Oh, that's why and you got to have a male do and it. And she says, Come on out to casino, whatever, because it's my 85th birthday and we're celebrating here at the casino. And they, they say all these things and drink specials and things are having in honor right. of Marilyn, but. I don't I don't really think she would probably have wanted some casino fake celebrating her 85th birthday as a promotional ploy. Do you get a side of pills with that and depression? And I, I, I don't know. Someone who leaves you? And... But you can deny that you ever slept with Kennedy. Oh, okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's part of it. So now there's we only have time to, for one other subject, but that was just so kind of the, an, an other. Oh, and, and another. Now there's just one other subject and. Um, Don Q is a Puerto Rican rum and, uh, it is not one of the highest price rums, but I think it is one of the best and they make a good silver and a good amber. And the reason I bring them up is because we like to talk about green things and, you know, how you can make better choices in life. And there are better choices that you can make. Now I tried the Papaguayo, uh, organic green rum. Which um, I didn't care for. It tasted like lighter fluid. What makes it green? Uh, well, Did they replant it's the organic, sugar It's organic, no cane pesticides. They try to uh, recycle where they can, um, reduce shipping weight and all that kind of stuff. Which still, the distilling business is a very uh, intensive use of land and, right. and resources. But the folks at Don Q in Puerto Rico, they have done something interesting. Now, rum is already... Was, was made, it's the byproduct of sugar production. So right. you're already taking something, the molasses, which would have been a waste product, and creating something from it. So it's already one of the most green spirits out there just for that reason. But in the process, you use a lot of water. Right. And that water has to be discharged somewhere, and that water has a lot of organic compounds in it now and solids, and it can't just, you know, and a lot of distilleries, as I've learned, they just put it into the it's ocean runoff. or a river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they put it into their field or something like that. Now, the folks at Don Q... They um, they use the water and they put it through this anaerobic bacteria type process uh, to create methane, and then that methane. I was say meth. <laughs> methane, and then that methane. Well, that's not very <laughs> is used to uh, get their boilers going and heat their production for the distilling. Yeah. So they're now, so basically instead of, and one of the numbers they threw out was instead of using 2 million gallons of heating oil per year, Mm -hmm. they've cut that in half and they're down to 1 million gallons of heating oil or energy. And so that's less energy that has to be imported to the Island that has to, um, you know, be moved and drilled and all that. So that's good. And then what is left of that water, uh, can then be used for irrigation. And um, so they've taken what was a waste product, created energy with it, Mm -hmm. and then used the water for what water can be used for, for irrigation. But that's not all. The folks also... There's more. There's more. There's more. Uh, The folks at uh, Don Q, they're currently looking into ways to increase energy efficiency even more. Um, A lot of stuff. And I'm not even remembering half of the things that they're doing. So they literally are, as far as I know, the greenest rum distiller out there and as um, far as you know this is not an official now i was turned on to don q and they've been around you know 
a long, long time, like six generations. But they've been around for a long time. And I was actually turned on to them by uh, Kahuna Kevin, who sent me his um, cocktail book, Kahuna Kevin's uh, cocktail book, and um, got a lot of great drinks in there. But he uses Don Q quite a bit. And I saw Don Q at the local liquor bar. And I picked up a bottle. And I tried some of the silver, just sipping it, not mixing it, and drinking. I said, hey, this is pretty darn good. I like this more than Bacardi. Is it expensive or is it, it is not. It is, it is on the mid to even lower price for rum. Mm. And I like that it comes in a glass bottle. It's not in a plastic bottle. Right. It's 100% recyclable, reusable, et cetera. And, um, you know, but just a very unassuming label. It's got a blue Q on it. It says Don Q. Clear, transparent label. You don't think too much of it. You might walk right by it. I encourage you to get the Don Q and try it at, at home. For summertime Mix a drink drinks. with it. Absolutely. Make a mojito mm. with it. Sure. Um, spike your lemonade. Make a Mai Tai. What have you. Because uh, a very good rum for... Um, the environment as far as, you know, reducing impact. And, and I, I just, I just wanted to talk about that because I thought that was very cool. So how many bottles of Don Q do you have at your home? Right oh, now? I have one silver and one Amber. Um, and I don't know if they have other varieties because that's all I can find at our liquor right. barns. I need to go to their website and find out more, but I found out about this through one of the podcasts I listened to and they had one of the, uh, their distiller, one of the family members there. And he really? was talking about all the things that Don Q is trying to do. And because they've done that, they're really putting the pressure on other companies like Bacardi yeah. to green their operation. Because, you know, like me, for example, since the Don Q rum is good stuff, I'm going to buy it right. instead of the other brands that I would buy. But I will send a note to Crusion and Appleton and I will say, hey, what are you guys doing to reduce your impact, reduce your energy, water use and all that stuff so that they know it's important to a lot of consumers. And that's how that's how we win this battle, people. You can't just go find the product that's best for you. You then also need to go look at the labels and brands that you already use, whether it be rum, your air freshener, your twat cleaner, whatever it is. You can make your own twat cleaner. You sure can. It's called a washcloth and water. Um, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more douche. Oh, but you don't like douche. No, but I'm just saying. You don't when like, you say twat you don't like cleaner, salad think, dressing on your vagina. No, because it's it's harmful. But anyways, that's right. what I imagined when you said twat cleaner. I was thinking douche. No, no, I would not even think of that. Oh, so, salt, soap, and water. Um, yeah. Okay. So you need to yeah find the one that is doing the best Why thing. Why don't you do? And then send an up. email. Send an email or go to the Facebook pages of the brand you already of use. And you say I've stopped using your product because I. I don't feel that you have greened your operation enough. Let me know when you do. And that's how things change. It's true. Couldn't be more true. So research your local twat cleaner. That's right. And send them an email <laughs> on how they are, you know, what's their environmental <laughs> impact. That's right. And tell them that you're not going to use twat cleaner until... They improve. Right. Well, that about does wow. us. Wow. Yes, the it the does. And we didn't even talk about our lovely massages that we just came oh, back from. Oh, it was from. so nice. So nice. A we'll lovely have to talk massage, about that and then we've boozed up and put uh, toxins in our body again. Just one drink, and it was low on al- mm. lower on alcohol lower. content, so it's not like a strong Mai Tai it's or a jet It still makes you sleepy. Yeah. So, um, well, Pumpkin, uh... Why don't you well, take th- us out? Well, thank you for coming over to the, oh, uh, yes. the uh, what is this, the Zen? Yes. It's not tiki. It's right. more 
zen. And the doggies are at camp right oh, now. Oh, thank God. So you don't even have the doggies running right. around. So uh, once again, listeners, thank you for joining us if you're still here and you haven't fallen asleep. <laughs> as we are about to do. So thank you for joining us. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo.